Lecture topic. Gift to the lover. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi wa dina stafa amma ba'd. Once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked that which dua is most closest to acceptance. So the time of the dua also adds to the the amount of effect that comes into the dua. How closer to acceptance it becomes. Dua on a auspicious occasion, dua on a day of Jumu'ah between the Asar and Maghrib Salah, closer to the Maghrib Salah, dua on various other auspicious occasions. So all these are times, special times for dua. On this occasion Rasulullah mentioned that the dua that is most accepted is Jofil Layl in the dead of the night and the other is Dhuras Salawatil Maktubat after the first salah. So these are the two very special times of dua. So in any case on these occasions also Rasulullah taught many duas, made many duas himself. On one occasion Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to Hazrat Mu'az ibn Jabal radiallahu ta'ala Inni la uhibbuka ya Mu'az Mu'az I love you Can we imagine that scene? Hazrat Mu'az ibn Jabal radiallahu ta'ala is being addressed by Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying to him I love you This would have been more than an Eid for Hazrat Mu'az radiallahu ta'ala so when there is this extent of love, then a person wants to give some gift also to the one who he loves so much. This was now a special gift that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave him on this occasion. So after having expressed this muhabbat for him, he then said to him that don't ever leave out saying after any first salah. After every first salah, I am sure that you say these kalimat, make this dua. And the dua that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught him was Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrik wa shukrik wa husni ibadatik Very very simple words Very easy to learn And it has everything that we need in it So in this Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is asking or teaching That say these three things Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrik Bawan ya Allah you help me to remember you Allah, you help me to remember you, the zikr of Allah wa ta'ala. This too will happen with the tawfiq of Allah ta'ala. Like everything else. So to ask Allah ta'ala to help one, now after every salah, a person is making this dua, begging Allah ta'ala's help, Allahumma a'inni ala zikrik. And this dua, he made it in a way that came from the depth of his heart. One is to to recite du'as, the other is to ask du'as. Reciting du'as, sometimes a person recites many du'as, but he sometimes didn't even know what he finished already and what he still has to recite. Because he just went through the motions of just reciting the words without any reflection and without any concentration. His heart and mind was far away somewhere else. He was engrossed in some other thought. And at the same time he was reciting those du'as, Inshallah you get some sawab for the recitation But asking is something else Asking Asking comes in a manner of asking 
So to ask those du'as and with the heart in it. In the hadith this is also mentioned that Allah Ta'ala doesn't listen to the du'a of an inattentive heart. That the tongue is reciting something, saying something, but the heart is somewhere else. The heart and tongue are not in conformity. Then that du'a Allah Ta'ala doesn't listen to. So in any case, this first portion of the dua Allahumma a'inni Ya Allah you help me I am desperately in need of this help many a times we've asked for help for many things we've asked for help for our business we've asked for help for something in our home we've asked for help in our family we've asked for help in our work we've asked for help for numerous things but have we asked for help Ya Allah you help me to remember you while everything else we have to ask also from Allah Ta'ala but this is of the highest priority. The highest priority is to ask for the help in things that will take us closer to Allah Ta'ala. So if a person has asked this from the depth of his heart and that got answered, the aspects of deen and dunya are all included in this. Because if a person truly gains the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, one is the verbal remembrance. So this verbal remembrance the reality of remembrance will come. If the verbal remembrance is repeated and built to the point where this settles deep in the heart, then the heart is king, then the reality of remembrance. The reality of remembrance is the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. Kasrat zikr, excessive zikr is matloob. Repeatedly in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala commands us zikran kasira. Remember Allah Ta'ala excessively. Kasrat zikr will when a person is truly making kathrat a zikr, excessive zikr, then that will bring dawam a zikr. It will bring perpetual zikr. Perpetual zikr doesn't necessarily mean that a person will always be reciting some tasbih all the time. All the things that lead to the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, and included in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. Currently, we are sitting here in the house of Allah Ta'ala, we are listening to a talk of deen, this is also ayn a zikr. This too is part of the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. A person is making tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, this is afdalul zikr. A person is reminding somebody something about deen, he is enjoining the good, forbidding the evil, this is also a very essential part of zikr. So all these are azkar, the tasbihat, the zikr that is prescribed to us, this is also a very essential part of the zikr. And this is also excessively required, obviously in this regard a person takes the direction and guidance of somebody. But with this kasrat a zikr in all its forms put together will bring about dawam a zikr, perpetual zikr, where a person then is consciously a way of Allah Ta'ala, that consciousness of Allah Ta'ala develops. And whether he is in public, whether he is in privacy, whether he is in the masjid, whether he is on the streets, whether he is in his hometown, or whether he is in some far-flung place, somewhere in some other part of the world where nobody knows him, and where all the temptations are surrounding him. He will still be in the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala when this kasrat zikr develops this dawam zikr dawam zikr will bring about dawam ta'at It will bring about perpetual obedience of Allah Ta'ala And in any condition he will still be conscious of Allah Ta'ala and obeying Allah Ta'ala So now to ask Allah Ta'ala's help Allahumma inni ala zikrik And as the reality of the zikr came alive then what comes along with the zikr that with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, 
to the heart to get this itminan, peace, tranquility, which every person is so desirous of and trying to find somewhere and doing what not to get that peace of the heart and unfortunately and tragically sometimes in order to bring that peace in the heart a person gets himself involved in those things that shatters the peace of the heart a person gets involved in sin to try to bring some kind of satisfaction of some sort so it is like trying to bring some coolness with fire fire will burn fire can't give any coolness he has to put the air conditioner on to get the coolness now the person wants to get coolness out of fire, where is that going to ever happen? So to try and get some kind of peace out of sin is no different to trying to get coolness out of fire. Because every sin immediately links a person to Jahannam already. And Jahannam, that heat of Jahannam starts affecting his heart and makes it restless and makes it completely in turmoil. So in any case now this first part of the dua, already how concise this is. It's already included almost everything in it. Everything is already included. Allahumma inni ala dhikrik. Then together with that, Allahumma inni ala dhikrik wa shukrik. Ya Allah, assist me, help me to be grateful to you. This is a very, very great ibadat. Shukr is a, an ibadat where we are. That a person from the depth of his heart is making shukr he can't even show off about it. One is the person is making tilawat of the Quran Sharif, he's sitting, that too. Every amal should be done with ikhlas, but sometimes riya can creep into that. He's making his zikr aloud, riya can creep into that. He is giving some charity, somebody is observing, riya can creep into it. Various other amal, he's performing his salah, riya can creep into it. And riya is such a destructive thing that in the hadith it comes that Allah Ta'ala says that I am totally, I am that partner who somebody has made a partner, I am totally independent. If somebody has made me a partner or made somebody else a partner with me in something, I say, no, you give it to him. So don't come to me also. So that ibadat where somebody else was included in it as a partner, Allah Ta'ala is free of any partnership. So that goes away to somebody else, meaning Allah Ta'ala gives nothing for it. So, but shukr, that shukr from the depth of the heart, Nobody even knows what this person is doing. They don't even have any idea that way his heart is engaged. And his heart is engaged in the shukr of Allah Ta'ala, deep down in his heart. He is now thanking Allah Ta'ala and expressing that gratitude. So one is that shukr, shukr, lisani, verbal shukr, by reciting the praises of Allah Ta'ala, Alhamdulillah, Allahumma lakal hamd, Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil iman, all the other various Ni'mat of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, you help me to become grateful to you. So one is shukr lisani but again it doesn't stop there. With shukr lisani is shukr qalbi The heart being engrossed in the shukr. By being conscious, these are ni'mat of Allah ta'ala. It's not something I deserved. Without deserving one iota of it, Allah ta'ala has blessed it to me. So I'm totally undeserving of it. That's part of this gratitude to be conscious of this. I have received this gift of Allah Ta'ala purely by His grace and mercy without deserving one iota of it. So the zikr of the tongue, the zikr of the heart, the shukr of the heart and together with that shukru jawari, the shukr of every limb of the body. That now when the shukr has come on the tongue and that shukr has emanated now from the depths of the heart, 
then inshallah that will impact on the rest of the body and every limb will engage in the shukr of Allah Ta'ala the shukr of every limb is that it be engaged in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala it not be ever used in anything Allah Ta'ala has forbidden so now the shukr a person now has in the beginning of the day already he has now made this dua and this dua got accepted then he will refresh it at the time of Zuhr and then after Asr and after Maghrib and after Isha he is now repeating this dua and got the whole night in front of him and this dua became effective for him he asked it at a moment and in a manner from the depth of his heart that he got accepted Deen of Dunya ban gaya everything got sorted out for him now his remembrance of Allah Ta'ala has been awakened so he will remain in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala and a person remains in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala then the blessings of Allah Ta'ala come upon him then the blessings come upon him in dunya and he's already storing his blessings for akhirat the true shukr of Allah Ta'ala comes alive la in shakartum la azizannakum Allah Ta'ala says you be grateful to me I will increase my ni'mads upon you increase the ni'mads the greater ni'mads are the ni'mads of deen and together with that every ni'mad and bounty of dunya also so la in shakartum la azizannakum shukr came alive all this comes with it so dunya and deen everything came away so Allahumma inni ala dhikrik wa shukrik and then the third aspect wa husni ibadatik ya Allah grant me perfect perfection in ibadat this is our quest in everything in dunya especially this is always our quest to always upgrade and update and always something must now anything new so what we have, though it's good as new still, but it's now outdated. So now it must be updated. And that what we update, we haven't even started using all the features of what got outdated, but we still can't do with what is now the new thing that gets to, has to get updated. By the time we learn how to use what has been updated, there's something new already. So now this already is outdated. And we are kept in the sector of dunya that we'll never get satisfied because this is also part of dunya but oh every new thing now that must become part of our life every new gadget and every new item and what we haven't finished of using properly too that too gets discarded why? because of this quest to always update, upgrade if a person can afford something better in how what he can eat then he's not prepared to do with anything less he, not let alone something better but he wants all the extras with it as well He's not comfortable with just having just the bare meal, but he wants to have something else on the side, and he wants to have something as a dessert, he wants to have something better to drink, he wants to have all the extras as well, something in terms of wearing his clothing, then he's not satisfied with just wearing some clothing, but it must be a certain kind of clothing, certain uh, quality, and if he can afford better quality, he's not ready to have anything lesser, and all the time something must get better all the time in his home, in his car, in everything there's always updates and upgrades but what keeps staying at its same point is whatever ibadah the person is making illa mashallah that have I made an effort to improve and bring about some degree of perfection in my ibadah what is the condition of my salah, what efforts have I made to improve this what is the level of my tilawat, my zikr am I making more dua to Allah ta'ala Am I trying to exert myself more in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala? Trying to bring about more efforts of deen in my life? All the various aspects of upgrading one's deen. And which will all combine help to bring about perfection in deen.
So now this is also being asked for, Ya Allah, you grant me perfection in ibadat wa khusni ibadatik. We always want this perfection in everything else. A person sometimes in a kind of self-praise talks about himself, I'm a perfectionist. But perfectionist in what? Only dunya? What about perfectionist in deen? In dunya, Nabi Wasallam said, Mali only dunya. What have I got to do with the dunya? Perfection in dunya, Nabi Wasallam never aspired for. What he aspired for and what he thought was perfection in deen. So yes, a person Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with some ni'mat of dunya, he'll use it, make shukar, alhamdulillah. But that is not to focus the heart towards. That this must always be, always being upgraded and updated. Updating and upgrading the level of our deen. That is the main, most important aspect. So this is the crux of this beautiful dua, very simple, so concise. But everything of deen and dunya is somewhere in this. Because if zikr comes alive, then this will bring about dawam zikr, dawam ta'at, and a person who is in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, then man kana lillah kana Allahu He becomes Allah's, Allah Ta'ala then takes care of every need of his. So now all our needs of dunya and akhirat are included in this. Shukr comes alive, la in shakartum la azidannakum, the ni'mat of dunya, this also is there. And the greater na'mat, the na'mat of deen, all this Allah Ta'ala will increase. And this perfection in ibadat, to the extent that this is acquired, this is what takes a person closer to Allah wa Ta'ala. This husn, and what is required is ihsan. Hazrat Jibreel Sallallahu Alaihi on one occasion came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi in human form, and he asked various questions, and he asked about what is iman, what is Islam, and then what is ihsan. And this is the peak that a person has to have ibadat in his life. Iman is the root. And together with the Iman, Islam, Nabi Islam explains Salah, and Zakat, and fasting, and Hajj. But there's a stop there. It needs to then be upgraded from there. From Ibadat, that Ibadat must now become, come, become infused with Ihsan. Mal Ihsan. Anta'abudallaha ka'annaka tarah, fa'illam takun tarahu fa'innahu yarak. That you worship Allah Ta'ala as if you are seeing Him. But obviously a person can't see Allah Ta'ala, but that doesn't matter in any way. Because if he cannot see Allah Ta'ala, this yaqeen has to be deep down in his heart, forever and every time. Allah Ta'ala is watching me. So therefore, I have to do my ibadat perfectly. So this martaba and level of ihsan has to be acquired. This comes from husna ibadat. To the extent a person keeps trying to improve his ibadat, to that extent he starts developing this ihsan. And ibadat of a mu'min, is every moment of his life, morning till evening, every aspect becomes ibadat because he does it in the way that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught. So, in this simple, very very easy to learn du'a and so concise that it doesn't even take any time really, not even half a minute is required, but deeply from our hearts to make this du'a and make it repeatedly. And in this way, consciously making this du'a we will then inshallah couple it with the effort to bring these aspects alive as well. One is the dua and together with dua is dawa as well. That a person makes an effort, he takes the du- makes dua, he takes the medication also. So dua also and together with that dua the effort to bring it in our lives, bring in the lives of others as well. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alam. Take just make a short zikr and then make dua inshallah. It is reported in the Hadith Sharif that a person who says La ilaha illallah hundred times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. 
of this means that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation Allah Ta'ala will grant him the topic of righteous actions and this will become a means of his getting saved from sin as well so this is a very great benefit and this will become the means of this great honor on the day of Qiyamah so we should try to do this daily inshallah we will make it a few times now but we should try and make it a hundred times daily inshallah decide the Rishi La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama Tasliman kathiran kathira Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abada Ala habibika khayril khalqi kullihimi Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallama bima huwa ahlu La ilaha illallah, 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 موسیقی 
اب تو رہے بس تاد میں آخر ودے زبائے میرے الا لا الہ الا اللہ لا الہ الا اللہ لا الہ الا اللہ لا الہ الا اللہ محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی وسلم اللہ 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 محمد 
صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر مستعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ فلا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله